This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, kinda. Beautiful hair and surprise. All right, everybody, uh, everyone pick a person. So, I don't know what's going on here with the audio in Arizona. Luke is fat. This is just, what are we even doing? This is the, the we're never going to win another game. It's just. That is Mike Bassett. Who's very negative, and I'm a positive individual <laughs> who roots for AM, but I wanted to root for Duke or whatever I do. I don't even know. I don't pay attention to a word I say. So the KNC Masterpiece is in Surprise, Arizona for Rangers Spring Training, brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. And right now we are having some audio issues, so we're looking to get that straightened out while we put in for our overtime. I don't know how to do Corey. I don't know how to do Corey. He's got such right, a Sean, so, so if you had a lizard and you could teach him to play any instrument, you could teach him <laughs> electric guitar, you could teach him drums. I think I think I'm teaching him how to play electric guitar. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Kevin or Mike is the easiest to do. I like that you just went without like the voice impersonation. You went with the content. I went with like, yeah, like an inflection and content. Yes. I'm glad I turned the zoom off so I don't get to see their fingers or their faces. <laughs> uh, but we're trying to get it worked out in Surprise, Arizona for Rangers spring training here on DFW Sports Station. Uh, the tales from the trip that we got earlier from Jared Sandler. Uh, they went out last night. All the fellas except for Dawson. Dawson actually had a soccer Zoom meeting for back here, probably in Sunnyvale with the Sunnyvale League. They went to a Mexican restaurant. They only got one free basket of chips and salsa. Brian Broadus had to talk them into the refresher. And then uh, Zach Wilchuk and Eric Chiafalo missing us badly. That, that is, uh, first of all, that, that is inexcusable for a restaurant to give one one that may stop me. I looked up the restaurant; it's four and a half stars. That's not bad. Out of that, five, I assume. Out right? of five, that that may be the only thing that could force me to go in there. If the food is that fantastic, yeah. but if you're going to tell me I'm not getting refills on chips and salsa, that may stop me from going there out of principle. Yeah, if there's a if you're a Mexican restaurant, you have an obligation, uh, a holy obligation uh, for that matter, to give us free chips and salsa as much as we want, as uh, provided that we're buying something. Right, you know, if you just if you're well, maybe like, you get a drink, the drinks are fine. You, you you go to uh you go to, you go to some of these you get you go to two or three mambo taxis and you just load up on chips the entire day. Now there is places that give like small amounts of chips. They're one of these like they want to be like fancy, so they give you like little tiny uh you know like kind of cool little uh, chip baskets. All right, instead of just a big giant one, uh, and then like a bunch of little salsas, but you got to go through them like crazy. You got to ask for more, but they're always free. Not not only should you give free chips and salsa, I am of the belief that, as I feel like a lot of Mexican restaurants around here do, you give people their own salsas. 
Like you don't have a community salsa with oh. the, like the, like when you go to certain Mexican restaurants, they'll bring you like your own little yeah. cup. Like here's your salsa, here's your salsa, and here's your chips. That's what it, I don't want to. I don't want to dip in other people's salsas. How many people do the double dip with a tortilla chip and salsa? Oh well, I mean Sarah does the cheese queso and then into the salsa. Oh, and if it's a communal, I, I have a big problem with that. It's like, that's, hang on a second, that's very rude. Very she, rude. She dips the cheese into the so she dips her. Chip in the queso, and I just, then she I will just, dip into the salsa. I just want to clarify. So this is this is the same person who, if like a towel falls off the bed onto the floor, it's like I gotta wash it again. But then she's dipping the cheese into the salsa. Well, that's not well, dirt. That's, that's not the same thing. It's not. No, <laughs> it is. It is. That's a very. It's not really the same. It is. The same that thing. is. That that no. that's very much like. Oh my gosh, that that's too dirty if it's fallen on the carpet. Yeah. But now you're willing to like mix the ingredients for everybody else. The community Hor- did horrible comparison. It's a great it's terrible comparison. comparison. I'm even, sorry that you guys your brain shut off close. at 10 a.m. and you're not able to continue through the day. Yeah, what are you gonna do having to work a full four and a half hours? today how are you gonna how are you gonna stand it i don't know i'd be fine if i had my gd putter that yeah. you took away from me i got rid of the golf club so they went to uh the mexican restaurant sandler has organized a family dinner on wednesday and we're back here holding it down in dfw i was wondering if you weren't gonna be there who was gonna be like the trip dad yeah which is i guess that's sandler is sandler gonna be the one that has to wrangle everybody yep you've taught him well well jared has Maybe the most serious case of FOMO I've ever seen at the station. Has to be involved. Mm. I told his wife this one time. She got kind of ticked off. I said, I feel like Jared is just calling me to, like, check it off his list. He doesn't really care about our... He doesn't view it as a friendship. He views it as... An appointment? An appointment. And he's like... So, like, yesterday morning, like, 8 a.m., he's like, what time am I coming on? Like, he he's one of these... He has to wake up and fill out the whole schedule and itinerary. He's an itinerary trip guy. He can't just go and chill. He's got to have it mapped out. He's got to have it blocked out. He's got to have segments. He's got to have schedules. Uh, And I told his wife that, and she did not appreciate it. Uh, Look, I I enjoy a schedule, too. Like, you know, this is throwing me off. Oh. My my day. What were you going to do it? Well, 10, what was your 10.35 block? 10.40. I'm at the gym. Okay. All right. I've got a very strict schedule in order to get my uh, my day together and start working by a certain time so I can end working by a certain time. Right. All right. That's like, you know, I, I've got my day very, very much planned out. Uh, but, you know, Sandler's the same way, and I, and I and I get that. But you're right. He does he does call to check things off the list. He doesn't call me because I have nothing to offer him. All right. Uh, I, he's not, he's not, I, what do I have to offer? I don't know. He thinks you can get him a better job. I can't get him a better job. <laughs> so he doesn't call me because, you know, I have there's nothing there's nothing financially for him to gain by calling me. I don't give him free meals. Uh, I don't get him dinners at Nick and Sam's. I don't do that. Uh, so there's no reason for him to call me. The only time he ever texts me is when he needs. Hey, what are you going to have this dinner with Casillas? When are we going to do that? Yeah. A charity dinner. Charity dinner. So Sandler organized it for the entire squad. And Zach Wolchuk, man, the whore of the station. <laughs> he, 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 he tried to copy and paste all of us and didn't think we would figure it out. Wolchuk texted me yesterday. Man, miss you. Just landed. Wish you were here. And I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy you some drinks or I'm going to buy you dinner when buy you get you back. Yeah. And then I got in here and... R.J. Choppy brought up a similar message. Uh, it appears that uh, Zach Wolchuk uh, wrote me a message. Going to miss you on this trip at 6.19 p.m. yesterday. And, and Sean, what time did he text you? 
Mine says 6.19 p.m. Interesting. Bobby, when, when did I got a text. It says, going to miss you on this trip, babe. And it, uh, Babe? Yeah. 6.19. Wow. Mm. Mm. He, he's, he's scheduled those messages. Why don't you just text us all? It means more when it's an individual one. It does yeah, mean more. It does mean more. It's like writing it's out the, It's at the SEC of messages. It just means more. Which, to be fair, it was a different message for everybody. Like, I mean, mine and Choppies were close. But it was a different message for everybody. So there is still some uniqueness there. It's yeah. just, it was a little bit like. Very nice. Very sweet. It was a little bit like taking the photo on Snapchat and then being like, I'm going to send it to 20 girls. And they all think they got it. Yeah. Oh my. Gia Follow didn't send anything. No. no. He's, he's, the reason is, I mean, he's worried. He's busy making another kid probably. <laughs> I went to church <laughs> with Gia Follow yesterday. What? You did? Yeah. What? Do you spend any time with your family? I think you got to. They all went with it. We all went together. Oh, that's. Weird. It was our two families went together. To his you, dad's church. They want to tell his dad has a church. Yeah, his dad's like pastor. He's a pastor of a church. Oh, some Italian. Yeah, I'm a Catholic. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I went yesterday. I saw him uh, before Is he. Is that the first time you've ever been to his church? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How did that get? Uh... Is this is uh, his church an he, elaborate ruse to he, scare, skirt the taxes? Oh my god! No, 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 no. His 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 dad was a, his dad was a great. And, oh my gosh! Uh, it's probably because of Eric, but that entire church listens to the station like i got stopped like each time like eric would interest me be like oh by the way this is bobby belt and they're like oh i listen to you in the morning or they'll be like oh you just yeah you got on the morning show just recently and so they all listen everybody at that church listens to wow. us wow so way Could've to go after RJ the tolos he yeah set it on fire no i prefer it I this didn't set way. the church on fire <laughs> uh, the church on- you prefer what i prefer it this way for him to 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 step in it first and then i can i i can explain but yeah we uh no they came over uh last weekend him his wife and their girls came over and played with our girls and then while we we're talking about it his church just came up and we're like oh we'll uh we'll stop by next week hmm. so we just oh. went interesting yeah interesting 877-881-1053, truckwork.com. Text line to hit us up here. The KNC Masterpiece. We got them? We good? All right. Yeah. When you give me double thumbs up, Pepe, no, that you, makes me think we're good. Yeah, that, that, was, that was like two index fingers up. All right. It's better than two middle fingers up, which is what I thought he was going to do to us uh, after the text change. What's the time? What's the line you're drawing in the sand where you will walk out of here? I mean, look, tough guy me will say now, like, realistically, <laughs> I, I I will just do whatever the company says and just take it on the chin. 2 p.m. cross? Yeah, 2 p.m. One, no, actually, 7, p- 7 o'clock, because oh, they can't, actually, <laughs> can't get these guys on. We're not going to be the next show. What's the next show called? Whatever it is. Probably going to be able to get them on. Egg, egg the, uh, the Egg Bandits. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Benny Hill up. theme playing. Oh. Like, you know how many, like, this? it was disgusting today. This morning we get in here, and my microphone is covered in yolk. I don't like to say yolk. It's yolk. Just say yolk. Just say your microphone's yoked out. It was yoked out, man. And it was just covered, covered in egg yolk. And it was all Broadus. I thought Broadus was a clean individual. I mean, he had a very clean head. Uh, now Bobby's got his, uh, his his headphones covered in egg yolk. It's everywhere. It's disgusting. It's on the... Eric's not going to be allowed to use my headphones anymore. But slimy, nasty, yellow egg. Gross. Raw egg all over the equipment from the G-Bag. Bet payoff Friday. I do remember ABC being one of them. So I think we're all going to be able to have the free internet, uh, assuming the internet works on our flight. Oh, oh my God! God! Oh! 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 What just happened? What just happened? He There's egg just everywhere. Just smashed an egg on Broadus's oh, head. A brown egg, too. A good one. 
It's a bet payoff Friday. The anytime egg is live. There are five more eggs in play. Oh, he got him. Wolchuk just buried Broadus with number two. <laughs> oh, Look at that fan cam. It. Oh, it's in his glasses. At H seven seven eight eight one one zero five three, the one uh-oh, segment uh-oh. of the week that you're actually encouraged to call in. They get louder. Oh my God! Oh! Dawson, got him! Dawson got him! Let's go! Home. Carter. Oh, and Carter kind of fumbled the bag. Oh my gosh! <laughs> few tolos hit me up and say that we missed one of the g-bag of the year nominees oh. Oh! Oh! got him let's attempt to connect live with kevin Haglin. No, what are you doing hey guys not not hurtful, not, not, not rj hurtful hey! are we on are you kidding I, me i believe we're on can you guys hear us yeah we can all right. Go ahead. Well, I was listening to your conversation. There was a lot of bait and switch happening at the restaurant Amigos that we went to last night. Because on the front of the menu, it says if you have a party of five or more, you will be charged gratuity. Also, it said first thing of chips and salsa is free. Each additional one is $3. Wow. And we asked the waitress about that. And she goes, oh, yeah, no, we don't really do that. It's after like three or four bowls we might charge you. So they didn't charge for that, and they didn't put on the automatic gratuity. So they might need to change the front of their menu. When did restaurants change gratuity from eight to five? Automatically, we're going to parties of five. I've now. never seen that. It was always eight or more. Always, eight or, at least at least six or more. And I went to a bar like a couple weeks back. They gave me the automatic gratuity for just like four drinks. Ooh. They put the gratuity on there. I said, "What are you doing? You can't you can't give me automatic gratuity for drinks." And they did. And I was like, "I'll never be back." Until I, I, the I've next time I have a function around drinks. here. For drinks. Yeah, it's never happened. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't take place. It doesn't no, happen. No. All right, guys, throw it to commercial for your own show, please. KNC Masterpiece live from Surprise. Let's get things kicked off yeah. with Not Josh Young next on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through The Fan. Mike is caressing our arm, which can only mean one thing. He was trying to get water. We are live from Surprise at Texas Rangers Spring Training. The bomb-sniffing dog is out the field. Did you say mom-sniffing dog? Bomb-sniffing dog. Oh, okay. I was like, wow. No, that's Zach Wilson. (laughs) He is the mom-sniffing dog. We're live from Spring Training and Surprise. We have made it. On the air and two Arizona gentlemen, are you excited? And Tolos, Tolos, are you excited for spring training? Heck yes. Uh, we got into the clubhouse this morning for a few minutes. They had a, an early meeting, so we weren't uh, didn't get to talk to as many guys as maybe we'd hope. But we had a great conversation with Tony Beasley. Yes, there is a different vibe in that clubhouse. Nothing against whoever was in the clubhouse last year and isn't here this year. But there's this feeling of, no, 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 we actually can compete in Major League Baseball every night we take the field. And, and last year, obviously, we weren't here in spring training. But you can get the vibe of, no, 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 we're a real competitive baseball team this year. 
Yeah, man. I go, walking in there, it just had it did have a different kind of feel. Just seeing all these guys getting ready for everything. Uh, I got to talk to Andrew Heaney just for just yes. a second. Uh, he and, goes, man. Whatever. I'm just not really a morning person. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I feel. Yeah. yeah. So that like that's a really cool part of this is uh, getting into that clubhouse and having some conversations. And and Mike, I think that this team has a lot of personality to it this year too. That goes along with better talent. And maybe my favorite thing, Kevin, for for just kind of understanding what's going on is there is a definite leader in on this team and it's the it's the manager and Bruce like commands respect he walks into a room and he leads and that's something that I do think that having hired managers where JD and I'm not this is nothing against like JD's approach because it did lead us with Ron Washington into a certain place but he would get guys that didn't have that quality. But he was like, hey, look, we have all these things figured out. And Bruce Bochy walks in and says, hey, we, they need structure from the top down. I'm going to provide that. So it's exciting, man. Now, my question for you guys to start off is, because one of the things Beasley said is he goes, if you have pitching, you have a shot. Yep. And so essentially, like, you go back to those 90s Rangers teams, and I'm sure you're like, hey, we had a shot. We could smash the ball with the best of them. We had Rick Helling uh, and Kevin and Roger Pavlik, uh, Kevin Gross. But, we had all sorts but of. But fair to say that perhaps those teams were better known for their offensive firepower. And that's one of the things that Beasley said. He said, like, you can have the best offense in the world. And he was like, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And he would like that. He goes, but if you have pitching, you have a chance. And I was curious because John Gray said he's antsy for the debut of this revamped rotation are you guys is the fan base do you get the idea that they're as excited about the rotation as anything else on this team yes because when you get it to the fourth game of the year as long as you're healthy coming out of spring training and I don't know the exact one through five Nathan Evaldi's pitching your fourth game of the year and Andrew Heaney or I think it'll be him but or Jake Odorizzi is pitching your fifth game, even if it was Dane Dunning pitching your fifth game, or Glenn Otto. Last year they were pitching your second and third game. Yeah. At, you know, I know John Gray, he got hurt pretty quickly, so you're just looking at it. And last year, honestly, we didn't know Martin. Martin Perez signed a one-year, $4 million contract. They, incredible. They brought yeah. him in as a possible like fourth or fifth starter uh, to the rotation, and now he's obviously moved up in your rotation after being an all-star, but – at this point now, I can confidently say if I'm going to do a pregame show for the Texas Rangers, I can say they got a chance today. Like, even if they're facing a good pitcher on the other side or they're facing the Houston Astros, look, there's a chance. There were so many times last year that I would do a pregame show on television and I would say, you're just if you can get four innings and less than, than four runs, it gives you a chance to win this game. That was our... That was our bar last year for certain Ranger games for four innings Mm -hmm. and not giving up four runs. If you can get to the starting pitcher only having to make the bullpen, which was wore out. Hey, if you only give the bullpen like 15 outs, I think like they can handle 15 outs tonight. (laughs) That that, you shouldn't say that. Not at all. Yeah. But that's that's a pregame show on the Texas Rangers in the last few years. And now I'm going to assume most of my pregame shows, once guys are, you know, in the rotation and healthy is now you're looking at, no, 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 
he can win the game for you. Mike, I don't know uh, how much you know about this. When we talk about Greg Maddox, and maybe this is a good question to ask him, when he was pitching with Smoltz and Steve Avery and Tom Glavin, those guys were at the top of the game, all right? And that's on one pitching staff. I don't know, were they competitive with each other? Yes. Did they have this, oh, oh he pitched I great bet, yesterday? Yeah. I'm going to go pitch great today. And that's yes. something that, like, with John Gray, he's probably thinking, oh, i got to go match DeGrom. <laughs> you know, i got to go See, be that kind of pitcher today. And I would love for every once in a while Bochy to just drop, like, a little twist and is like, hey, DeGrom's pitching today. I mean, he probably won't pitch as well as Perez did yesterday. But, you know, <laughs> see if you can keep us in it and be like, you son of a <laughs> I'll show so, you. Even though we weren't the 2002 New York Mets, we had a decent team until the last two months and then just stunk it up. We would have things, Corey, where at the end of the month, we would go to a steak restaurant that would cost anywhere from about a $3,000 to a $5,000 meal. And at the end of the month, we would add up everything we did. So a win would be a win would be worth a certain amount of points. A quality start would be worth a certain amount wow. of points. A base hit, an RBI. Now this is back National League, so we would get points for also being a hitter. So whoever had the least amount of points had to pay the bill at the end of the month. So we would all go out and have a great dinner. That would be kind of like a little bit of a three to $5,000 fine for being the worst starting pitcher on the staff. Now I'm not saying wow. so that's how you make it kind of competitive with guys is you put together like, Hey, you go out there, you get W's, you get wins, you, you know, you do certain things, you get a really nice free meal with all the apps and wine and steak that you can eat and drink. If you were the worst pitcher in that month, <laughs> gonna you're going to pay it. for the four other guys who had a good month. And that's a, like, that's a small, like that's, it's not small. Cause that's a lot of money. Uh, but like that's a, a small part of it because there's also the personal pride, yeah. you know, like not not necessarily like I hate that guy and I I want to go be better than him. But when you're amongst peers that you're as good as you want to you want to say, you know what, I'm right there along with these guys in this conversation. I think you're right. And I feel like having to take out the credit card that night. Yeah. is a humbling experience. <laughs> like even for Jacob DeGrom got all of the money. Right. I still would imagine like taking that card out and then being like, oh, first episode of Full Swing, Mike. What was the thing that Jordan said? Spieth said about uh, it's always more fun when everybody at the club sees him giving you his money. Yeah, that's that, that is definitely Kevin. Like, like what you're talking about there. It's yeah, it's not regular money. Like it's not <laughs> dollar to dollar. It's totally like you could think about it from a fantasy perspective. You could think about it from anything. Yeah, getting that hundred dollars from your buddy is, by the way, you're overdue on payment. Is <laughs> oh. way different than just getting a hundred dollars for whatever like your job or whatever the um the th that's what like I'm, I'm really interested in whenever it comes to this group I, I don't know how you know how competitive they are with each other yet or when there will be a moment uh you know they they're all still this is the part mike where they you're getting your you're getting to know the guys you're starting to, to learn maybe you're having some conversations out on the field and everything and you're like okay i, I kind of like this dude and what what not but there could be some really talented pitching going on if if healthy for the Rangers all season. Well, and I think John Gray had a quote that led into that. He goes, we've got a lot more guys to carry the weight this year. And he goes, but then again, it does give you a bit more pressure knowing what's in front of you. It makes you kind of antsy, I guess, for what's to come. But then at the very end, he said, but it's a good spot to be. Things are looking good for us. And so he's acknowledging like, 
I imagine, especially DeGrom, is like, you didn't come here to just get a paycheck. Well, maybe you did. But, like, the expectations are that you came here to win yeah. and to save us, I guess, for lack of a better term. And that's so, a lot of pressure. Oh, man. I was talking to somebody in the clubhouse, and they were saying the young guys are a little bit now – I don't – on edge isn't the exact word he used. Uh, and I got to watch my wording here, but – they're used to, and I, you know, this is the honest truth. The Rangers understand this, that they, they made it through the John, da- right? John Daniels isn't here anymore. Chris Woodward isn't here anymore, but they're still with the organization. Like these young guys who had free passes to the major leagues without having to accomplish anything in the minor leagues or having to, if they had a bad game in the major leagues, they still got to stay. It didn't matter. You, yeah. you get to stay in the major leagues. We're, we're out of everything. We, we don't have anything. You might not belong here. You get to stay here and keep pitching here. Uh, or you maybe get to play here. He said, now those guys are a little bit like, oh, and they're like, and, and the guys that have been here for a while, like, no, no, no. So this is called the major leagues. So in the major leagues, you actually have major leaguers. And to become a major leaguer, you have to prove you're either ready for it in the minor leagues or you have to beat out a major leaguer. And so for years now, they are like, this is awesome. This is the way it used to be. We have 25, 26 actual major leaguers here for the most part. And you're going to have to actually earn a spot on a major league team. And for years now, they've said some guys were walking around here like, I am a major leaguer. And it's like, yeah, you're in the major league, so I can't argue with you there. But putting up a six and a half ERA or batting 155 doesn't really qualify you as like a productive major leaguer. So it's great now that like if you're a younger guy or a guy with a little bit of major league experience, you're not on this team. You have to figure out how to make a real major league team now. Yeah, and it, and it's, you know, you this is the great part about I guess being Chris Young and and being Bruce Bochy. Well, yeah, being tall is fantastic. But the the other part of being in their position is now you get to see these guys that have been on this thing yeah. being given this free pass and you get to say, "All right, there's pressure." How are you going to actually respond to this pressure? Are you going to say, you know what, I just can't beat this guy out? Or are you going to say, I'm going to go do it? And that's where you get the best out of players, adding some kind of competition, Mike, by adding major leaguers to the roster. And, yeah. and I, I believe this is a positive sign. Like, I, I know we've talked about the perils that come along with, like, judging spring training stats. And I, I am well aware of that, or else right. Rugnet Odor legit would be in oh, the Hall of Fame. Yes. But yesterday, I think it was Nathan Evaldi had two perfect innings and struck out four. Uh. Like if we're talking about these strikeout possibilities, Corey, that I know you're super pumped about of this staff, and then Justin Foscue, two games, two home runs. So ah, uh, him I, and Vladdy Jr. I, huh? I know. So I know pitchers are working on stuff, and it's not the same right. experience. But it is good to see that pop from him, or the control from Evaldi, or the strikeout pitch from him. Like whatever it is that you want to see, I thought that was cool for yesterday. Yes. And the other thing about that, too, is, Kevin, is the Rangers at times have struggled with infield defense. Like last year, if you look at the team, they struggled with infield defense. Their outfield defense was good. But you know how to make sometimes an infield defense better? Strike the guy out so they don't hit the ball. Now, I hate saying that. (laughs) That makes sense. But if you look at this staff now, if you look at Evaldi and DeGrom and what John Gray can do strikeout-wise in his career, you know, Martin Perez had a very good year. If the ball's in play less, I'm not advocating try to strike everybody out. I don't like that philosophy. But if you strike out 10% more hitters this year as a staff, 
That's 10% less balls that your defense has to catch. No, that can I make didn't. a defense look yeah. good at times, too. You're like, man, we played some really good defense. It's like, well, we did strike out 15 guys. <laughs> so if you look at it, we only had to actually catch the ball and throw people Four out 12 yeah. times. No, that absolutely makes sense. All right, so a few more things we got to figure out before we wrap up this segment is, Mike, the people want to know, did you or how often did you have to pay for dinner then a lot of people texted that was that, that was price. a question that was asked i luckily a lot. maybe in, that was from Corey. in o2 <laughs> had a good year i only was uh kind of up I, i'd have to check my i think august and september and in september i didn't qualify so they were nice enough to okay. me to be like mike because you bounced back between rotation and bullpen you're, you're not yeah. you, you got to kind of make if you just make two starts in a month we're not going to penalize yeah. you you kind of had to be in the rotation for the month to to kind of qualify to either pay for the dinner or somewhat receive the dinner but i will say this jack Leiter's dad al Leiter, he made sure i was a part of everything so even in the month he's like no no no, you're coming with us nice you're, you're coming to dinner with us because you're part we want you to be part of this he sounds like a, 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 a an interesting teammate man uh, al yeah. Leiter. intense yeah caring uh at times funny but, you know, the one thing about him is, is he wanted his team to be great. You know, he was coming from a, a short stint with the Florida Marlins where he won the 97 World Series. Mm-hmm. He was with the 2000 um, New York Mets who lost in the World Series to the New York Yankees. So he had been playing for special things. He's also on the Blue Jays as a bullpen guy when they <laughs> yeah. won back-to-back World Series. So wow. like, Joe he, Carter. He was on yeah. three, I believe he has three World Series championship rings from his career. So in 2002-2003, he was furious that we weren't as good as he felt like we should be. Now that you guys get a chance to look at the field, what do you think about the bases? I can't. I don't, I don't notice it. I don't, it doesn't look any bigger than than it typically does to me. I think I can tell, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Okay. They're far enough away. They didn't put them closer together. Yeah, and remember, <laughs> that's a good point. Is you remember, as people were like, it's going to be like pizza boxes out there. And I think on first, <laughs> they are flatter. The right Don't they look yeah. a little flatter? On first and third, it is more evident. As opposed to second base, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it looks like yeah, second know, base. regular it's second at a base. distance, you're fine. But yes, Mike is correct. The breaking news, they did not move the bases closer together. Did you notice that the, uh, the mowing that they've done today, Mike, is the shape of the dish? It is the shape of home plate center field out there same yeah. thing as home plate infield as well was that more noteworthy to you or was it that we got to see the bomb sniffing dog pose for pictures kojak please, please that was tell amazing me. that was amazing he was just laying down next to the kc next to the royals and the rangers thing and then sat i mean i guess it shouldn't be breaking news that hey guess what the bomb dog knows how to do other things <laughs> like that shouldn't be surprising i thought he was going to play fetch with the dog but then the dog stood up perfectly right next to the kansas city logo and then laid down perfectly right next to the kansas city logo and then just walked on by i did not see them stop by the texas logo have i taken you out to center field yet where all the cactus are in the backdrop i no. have been there before i did not realize all that giant cactus in the middle isn't real it's, that is a metal Oh, that's cactus. a metal one. I, yes. We did a video yes, on it a few years that's ago. Right. Yeah. Isn't it, it's awesome looking back there. It's amazing they didn't put all white back there. Reggie, do you want us to say cactuses instead of cacti? cacti? I just wanted to offer alternatives, you know? 
Yeah, isn't it both are acceptable? I swear, didn't we do this argument? We found out that you can call it cactuses if you really want. I don't I don't know the answer just, to that. And just to give you a heads up, and I know that we're out of time in this segment, but here in about 30 minutes, I'm going to head to the four-pack, the backfields, and be on the phone and give – we're going to do our show, but I'll yeah. give you an idea of what's going on on the backfields as the Rangers are on the road today, so – most of their main guys are practicing back there. All right. Coming up next, because we'll incorporate some basketball talk into that segment as well. But coming up next, I don't want to take away baseball nuggets from you, Mike. All right. Clint Frazier, is he going to be your starting left fielder? Oh. And a big-name free agent is off the table. Next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. We are live out at Surprise Stadium in Arizona for Texas Rangers spring training. And by the way, spring training brought to you by Sonic. Mmm, good. And now it's time for some baseball nuggets with Mike Bassett. I love Sonic. They're uh, Route 44. Do you call it Route 44 or Route 44? I say Route 44. I say Route 44 too. You know, when it's 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., right? You get the, for the happy half price. Hour. Yeah, their cranberry limeade is what I go after. These robes are heavy. That's, that's what I love there. And then you get the corn dog, too. Yeah, I do the, like a good corn dog. Get the dog 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. corn dog in the Route 44 for like tots. two bucks. Does it, tots. Would it infuriate you to have the way I eat my corn dog? Uh, do you take it do you off take the, the whole stuff out off the I, outside of the wiener? I eat, I eat all of the outside first, and then, and then I you eat, eat the, the hot dog. I quit. Wow. <laughs> you do like Are you kidding me? Let's talk about Clint Frazier. That's what I did when I was a child, okay. but then I became an adult, Kevin. Well, haven't we Most established? Most don't eat the do- hot dog, though. They just eat the corn. On no, the I eat the hot dog, too. Well, that's probably going to cost me already. But we've established my childlike eating habits. Wow. <laughs> what happens? Do you, like lick the like sometimes all the corn doesn't get off the dog i whatever remains on the dog you eat it as okay is. Alrighty. do you right. eat the little crunchy part after the wiener's gone you not eat the really little, i do like I that that's so. a nice that's a nice crunch i'll tell you what let's go get corn dog i'll give you my crunchy piece we'll do a video oh, on it gross. we'll do a video <laughs> on how you eat uh how you eat corn dogs all right let's talk about clint frazier if people don't know who he is he's at spring training with the texas rangers and a lot of people are thinking maybe he has an outside chance of being the left fielder for the Texas Rangers. I don't want to deter you too much, Mike. Did I not but say just, No, 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 you're doing great. But just real quick, people on the fan text are saying if you use the app, half-price drinks all day. Mm. Oh, really? 24-7. Yum. That's Sonic. Mm. Mm. Good. Okay, good. Back I, to you, Mike. Hey, I like, their burgers are good, too. 
Okay. Oh, I saw Clint in the clubhouse this yes. morning. Yeah, he's the one with the red hair. Yeah, he's got red hair and yeah. a beard. So, Clint Frazier was a can't-miss prospect for the New York Yankees in 2016-2017. I think he was brought up multiple times yeah. here at 105.3 The Fan as when the Rangers were looking to trade certain players, let's say you Darvish or Joey Gallo, probably Joey Gallo at that point, he had lost his status. But through the years – when the Rangers have been well under 500 and there was talk of Rangers trading players to the Yankees, which this is why, Corey, you hate the Yankees so much is mm-hmm. you feel like at times we're a farm system for the Yankees, right? Yeah. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. Well, Clint Frazier's name was brought up a lot. And the reason was is they had signed Giancarlo Stanton. They had Aaron Judge in 2017 break out as rookie of the year and almost MVP. And you had other outfielders out there. So you're just, he couldn't get time. And when he did get time, when guys got hurt, he would put on a nice show. You're like, dude, this is an everyday player. This is sad. This guy is not on another team. He would be on the Rangers. He would be playing yeah. left field every day. And he would probably pop 25 to 30 home runs, bat 265 to 275, and maybe drive in 100 runs. Well, unfortunately – through his Yankee time, he never got to play every day. And last year, they finally said, all right, we haven't played you every day. Uh, you are starting to not put up good numbers when you come up to the major leagues or when you give us time. So we're going to send you to the Cubs. And he was not good with the Cubs. And it's like he just went out of the picture. This can happen with guys where all of a sudden you have this prospect status. You're not getting to play every day because you're in a good organization. And then you get to another organization that the Cubs weren't good last year and you don't do anything. And that just kind of ended Clint Frazier. Well, here he is with the Rangers and it's 28 years old now for him. And it's all right. Is he done? Is was he just a guy we talked about for three to five yeah. years? Is he's going to be a guy and never was, or is this, some way, somehow, with this wide-open left field spot for the Rangers, is this where Clint Frazier finally finds himself as a major league everyday player? And what do you think – I actually want to go chat with him about this. Is the pressure on him internally then knowing that, like, this could be your last real shot? Not that you'll be yeah. working wherever in, in, a, in a month, but this is your last shot – where anyone takes you seriously as a real contributor to a ball club. Man, and they're probably, unfortunately, he probably feels that. I, I had a little bit of this. I wasn't as high as a prospect as Clint Frazier, but I was a decent prospect. And then what happened was is after you get sent to the Mets, and you actually, I did well. Like, they're like, no, he's 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 one of our starters going into 03. He's proven he's one of our starters. And then right before spring training started, they're going for the World Series, the Mets, and they signed David Cohn out of retirement. That was my spot. And so then when you're not doing as good as you think, you're like, well, obviously me isn't good enough. Yeah. Me last year wasn't good enough. So then you start questioning yourself when really I look back on it. It's tough when you're 24 years old to if somebody fires you from a job, you have to assume, well, me is not good enough. I, yeah. can, I have to be more than me because me isn't getting it done. And then what happens is, is you start pressing. Right. And so that question to me is it's a great question, but. He's probably like, dude, I've, I'm already pressing enough. Uh, and I've probably pressed myself out of being an everyday major leaguer by going, well, batting 267 with a three, you know, 35 on base percentage and an 800 OPS isn't good enough. In fact, one year I'm looking at this in 2020. Now it's a limited amount of games. 
in 39 games, he had a 9.05 OPS. Wow. That's all-star. Yes. Now, unfortunately, because of where he was, the New York Yankees at the time, he couldn't get on the field. Now, last year, he had a 6.53 OPS with the Chicago Cubs in only 19 games. So, like, this is where Clint Frazier is in his career. But he's somebody to kind of follow box score-wise. He's a guy that is – his at-bats mean a lot. Is it – was it tough for you when you were talking about, like, just in that moment you said, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not this. Is it tough to not always chase that feeling of, like, oh, I was this close to being in the rotation or I was this close to being this and being that and resetting your reality? is like now you're like, I have to fight for a bullpen spot or I have to fight to platoon in left field. Yeah, it, it is because you feel like you're getting cheated. And, and the thing is, is you- – start looking around and you're like you know why is this guy he has a five and a half era on my team why is he not getting treated like i'm getting treated he doesn't have a a multi-year contract like why why isn't everybody treated the same here i get why jacob Degrom isn't going to be treated the same or i get why al Leiter isn't going to be treated to start comparing yourself this is why you know, nothing against my brother here, Jeff Cavanaugh, but at times he does this when I worked with him, and he'll be like, well, guess what? Patrick Mahomes has bad games too, and it's like, dude, I don't think we should be comparing Dak Prescott with Patrick Mahomes right now. You can always do it. I can compare myself with Tom Glavin, but it's pretty stupid for me to do. He has 300 wins, and I have 10, you know, but it's it's one of those things where it's not healthy for you to do is to start saying, well, he had a bad game, so I'm allowed to have a bad game, and that's what you do inside yourself but it's not healthy for you to go, well, if he had a bad game, if I can just be better than that bad game, then aren't I better? But the organization looks at it as he was bad and you were bad. We can't win either game. We all have to be good. Yeah, you have to be better than just David Cohn right now. Or you have to be better than, let's say, just uh, Robbie Grossman. And Robbie Grossman got a guaranteed major league contract. So guess what? You're not going to be compared similar to him because it's a different contract. What is uh, like, what is the real competition then? I mean, in left field specifically, there are a lot of names, a lot yeah. of guys vying for that one spot. And I know Clint's kind of the focus on this one, but like, what, what is the, the competition like amongst those guys out here whenever they're practicing right now? It's different for different guys. For Grossman, he has been through it quite a bit. I need to look up his age. I think he's 32. He might be 33. But he is in his early 30s, I believe. He has been through, I'm going to guess, 10 Major League Spring training. So okay. he has a much better feeling, uh, and he's 33 years old. Thanks, Corey. He's, he has a much better feeling of what he needs to do from February until the end of March to be ready for a season. If you're Ezekiel Duran, if you're Josh Smith, you're also changing positions too. Like you're having to concentrate on learning a new position, everything, and you have an idea of it from last year. Then you bring in a guy like Clint Frazier, and then you maybe have a guy like a holdover, like I'm going to tell you, I totally forgot about this, but Brad Miller, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm not saying he'll be out there. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to use everybody. And then for a couple of those guys, the younger guys, Smith and Ezekiel Duran, they still have to practice third base. You know, it's they still have to maybe practice second base because if, you know, God forbid, Marcus Simeon gets hurt for a, a couple of weeks or a month, those are the guys that are probably going to play second base. So it, it's a great question. But I would say that for younger guys, unfortunately, you're really watching your competition and you don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. There's, it, you know, if I was like kind of in that clubhouse, if I, if I felt like 
Ezekiel Duran or Josh Smith, my younger guys were kind of paying attention to Grossman or Frazier. I'd be like, hey, come here, let me talk to you. I need you to worry about you. You cannot, whether Clint Frazier hits a home run today or goes 0 for 3 with three strikeouts, you have no impact. You can't do anything about that. I almost want you not watching him, okay? I'm not telling you not to be teammates with him. I need you concentrating on you. I need you getting in your extra work. I need you working on whether it's your defense or whether it's hitting the ball the other way or, you know, whatever it is. We got to worry about me because if you worry about what they're doing and you think you're going to make the team because they were bad and you were just better than bad, we're still not going to like you. Kevin, do you think – I mean, they – they know that they wanted to make a massive addition there. Like, they yeah. would love to add, you know, some sort of player, I don't know, a Soto guy that would fix something like that for them. That's what they want. But they didn't quite accomplish that because they had some other things they took care of because pitching is cool. Sure. Uh, pitching so, is cool. So, I, I, I am going to give Christian a lot of credit for, hey, look, we're, we still had to just grab a handful of guys and shake out and see which one turns into something for us. But we still have this other plan that we're still kind of waiting for. I still think there's another another move there, unless one of these guys does step into it and make it work. I know I'm out of time here, but real quick around Major League Baseball, major news this morning is Manny Machado is not going to become a free agent at the end of this year and opt out of his contract. He is signing an 11-year, $350 million extension, and mm. he is 31 years old. So that's just amazing to me. It is what it is. So when I, you know, it goes to strikes, lockouts, everything. Owners have so much money. Don't ever believe. Please just listen to me, fans. Don't ever believe Mark Cuban isn't clearing nine figures into his pocketbooks out of every Maverick season. And don't believe that these owners like freaking Jerry Jones is clearing $500 million a year. Do you really think? That a dude who's 31 years old is now going to get paid $350 million till he's 42 years old. That they were actually struggling with money during the lockout strike situation. And it just makes me think real quick. If they gave Manny Machado at that age $350 million, what are they going to offer Soto at 25 years old? We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, live from Surprise. Coming up next. I'm going the four-pack. Mavs fans are mad at Jason Kidd. Did yesterday's game give them good reason to be? Plus, Mike is going to go to the four-pack. He'll explain what that is and what he's doing. All of it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.